0: And I, and I have witnessed this God can make people do and they don't know why they're doing it it's just something told me to do this they don't know why they do it and sometimes it's against how they feel mm-hmm. but it's like there's something in them tells them this is what they need to do so it, and it, it's interesting because it's just the way it starts off and it says that the Lord, Stirred up the spirit of Cyrus to do all these things, mm-hmm. and to put it in writing, and he didn't he didn't, he didn't make any um. It, it's, it's not no nothing ambiguous about who what God they're talking about the Lord God of heaven, and when he said what God the, what God said them to do, they knew it had to be God because he's telling mm-hmm. the to, to go back and. Everybody's Jews. You can go back. You know, it's like now you're free. They were in captivity. Yeah. So now you're free. Go back, build it. You know, uh, not only is he sending them back, he's sending them with resources. Yeah. And protection, because nobody robbed them on the way.
1: Right, and and then, if there's any question about how he did it, he he made mention. In in the living, I think it's the living translation it says Jehovah, the God mm. of Heaven, who gave me my vast empire, mm. recognizing, recognizing that. I mean, I wouldn't even have this, had it not been granted to me some kind of way. But he says, the God of Heaven, who gave me my vast empire, has now given me the responsibility of building him a temple. Mm. In Jerusalem, in the land of Judah, all Jews throughout the kingdom may now return to Jerusalem to rebuild this temple. So it, it's very specific. It's mm-hmm. not, there's no vague um, cover all announcement. Uh, if he did do that eventually to everyone, in this instance, He's speaking specifically to the Jews, to those from Jerusalem, those that were in captivity, those uh, whose God is the God of heaven. And who expected
0: to be just freed like that? You know, in his first time, year. Yeah. Most of the times people think in terms of, you know, we have some kind of war or something will happen, you know, event, and then we'll be freed. But we've seen before. That's not how God does it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because when He brought him out of Egypt, there was no war. Right. And when He got done, there was no army. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So He'll He will do it the way that He wants to, and I, I like the transition how we go from dealing with all the kings and everything to this king who is not a king of Judah, a king of Israel per se, but a king of Persia, God gives him orders. And what does this say as we've we've left out of the, the series of Samuel, Kings, and Chronicles? How do we see so far King Cyrus, as compared to the last few kings that we looked at, who were kings of Israel or uh, of Judah? Mm-hmm. What does this say to us about him? What does it say to us about them when you look at the two?
2: You mean <coughs> Cyrus of this chapter?
1: Yeah. So, right
2: than all the kings of Israel and Judah. Just in
0: general.
1: just Yeah, just in general.
0: Well, it's it's interesting to me that he starts out acknowledging God and following what he says. And uh, and he wasn't even, that wasn't even his God. You know, because he keeps saying, your God told me. You know, he's saying, Lord God of heaven, you know, and the Persians were not Jews, right. So he's acknowledging the God of the Jews. Now that's an, an unusual and and some many of the kings, especially Israel, but then many of Judah, didn't even acknowledge their own God, and they knew <coughs> who he was, mm-hmm. but yet they they didn't acknowledge him, they didn't obey him, they didn't. In some cases, they didn't even consider him. You have a king here Rise Up who, right in his first, his first year, he's doing things.
1: And we discussed uh, your boy, Manasseh. Mm-hmm. How long did it take him to come to grips? How long did it take a lot of them that never... Acknowledged. I won't say didn't acknowledge God, but just ignored him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ignored what he wanted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. You
2: about I was going to say, um, the difference between Cyrus and those Israel, Israelite and Jewish kings was that Cyrus, he shows a decisiveness towards God. That only the kings of Judah, that were good kings, showed anything like it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the effect of his actions on Israel, and on Judah, go beyond even some of the good kings of Judah. Because there were no good good kings of Israel except Solomon and and uh, David, pretty much. So. You see that you see that there's a strength of his conviction, and when you've conquered the known world, you kind of get that kind of comes along with the strength Mm -hmm. of your conviction, but then he turns that conviction towards accomplishing what God wants, and we hadn't seen that even in the kings of, um, especially in the kings of Israel, but not even uh, for the most part for the kings of Judah, because there were good kings in Judah as well, but Mm -hmm. they weren't ruling the
0: whole known world. And it doesn't show anywhere where he considered, Wonder what the people are going to say, mm-hmm. whether yeah. the people going to agree with him, right. or whether they think he's going off, you know, some tangent or something. It doesn't show anywhere in, in the scripture that he even considered
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And many of the kings that we read about, they did. They, they They didn't go but so far because, you know, the people were going to do this and even some of the good kings they did some things, tore down some of the idols, but they let some of them stay because, you know, the people, this is what they do. This is where they're going to worship. So we'll try to, you know, try to ease it in, even though they had good intentions. But Cyrus is like, hey, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Y'all can go. You know, You know, sometimes they say, well, just like the king that said in Egypt when they wondered about the kid, you know, they're going to grow too powerful. Right. People mm-hmm. are advising him right. or nothing. He mm-hmm. doesn't see anybody's advising Cyrus. Right. He's not listening to anybody else. He heard God and that was enough.
2: Mm -hmm. And it's like he didn't ask the Jews and he wasn't listening to the Persians. This is my decision. They're going to go because the God that gave me all of this said to let them go. Mm -hmm. And that's how it's reflected right there in the uh, first first chapter of Israel. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, you don't see that as much in God's own people. Yeah. They don't say, "Well, God said to do this," except when they find the book.
0: Yeah. They find the
2: book of God's law. Who's that, jo- Josiah? Josiah. 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 And that, that's there. You go, and then that's back in the. That's the same kind of conviction you had in the days of Solomon and David. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a little bit of Saul in his early, early days when he first still didn't think so much of himself yet.
1: And it speaks to. Um, speaks to King Cyrus as well because mm. when as you were speaking it, it drew a parallel between um, King Cyrus and, and Pharaoh. Mm. Pharaoh had to be told by God's messenger and plagues and, and whatnot to let his people go. Now God did harden his heart because he knew what was there He's like, I got to show you and all of Egypt who I am. And long story short, he showed them and then the people were let go and he comes running after them. Here, God, when you when you have a lot of power, it's really hard to be humbled by anybody right. or anything because you have to let any- go. yeah yeah you gotta let go now mm. the Jews at this time were they contributing <laughs> to society I'm pretty sure they were working you know to stay alive you're gonna let your workforce go well, uh, do you want to take this under now, I'm not taking anything under advisement this is what was said this is what I'm gonna do that's, that's a person who's sure of his authority. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And knows that there's another authority higher than him. Even with the fact that he had conquered everything that he could see or, or could think of at the time. He recognized in his fullness of power that there was a power above him. Because if he didn't think God was above him God's word to him would not cause him to say well I need to listen to this God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he starts it starts off with him saying the God of heavens who gave me all this.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, He's, right
1: that, that's, that's a right there. That's a lesson all by itself.
0: Because Nebuchadnezzar had to Learn after what was it? Twelve years of eating Eat, grass, <laughs> <laughs> out in the field, like a wild animal. wild animal. Yeah, the, before he came to that, but doesn't say Cyrus had to do any of that.
1: And it, and that's that's one of the things that I love about how this starts off because you got every type of excuse or reasoning for why someone what. Well, Once you get to a certain point of wealth. You don't hear God anymore. Well. Mm Look at King Cyrus. Mm -hmm. Once you get to a certain level of power. Power corrupts. Mm -hmm. And absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. But. Look at King Cyrus. That's your God. He's listening to. Mm -hmm. And you wasn't even listening. How did y'all end up? Captured. They weren't taken from the temple while they were worshiping God. Mm -hmm. The last hurrah was, was it Manasseh, the last hurrah? Mm -hmm. And everybody else just, well, a couple of them we we don't know. A three month reign and you can't really say, they didn't have enough time to turn Israel in any direction. They, they much less start the engine. Yeah. They, it, uh, but the tail end of it was, was bad. They, they were bad kings, bad rulers, bad instruction. But you had Manasseh's last attempt to turn people around. Just didn't work out. Yeah. But here you have one who's not from the seed of Abraham. Who didn't come from that lineage. Who didn't grow up in your culture. That is hearing from your God. And his first instruction from your God. He's following through in detail. God is instru- This God has instructed me to build a temple. Now you all go to Jerusalem in Judah. And build the temple. This is your oppressor
0: telling mm. you that, and then send you stuff to do it with.
1: What? Right. Uh, the list of what? What? <laughs> hold on. Where is the basins
0: of gold
1: and silver trays, trays of, of gold? A thousand of them. A thousand silver trays. Twenty nine centuries. Thirty gold bowls. Solid gold. And didn't tell him he couldn't melt them down. Right. Just sent stuff and miscellaneous al- um, albums, uh, items. Not to mention all the stuff that Nebuchadnezzar took when he raided the temple and just decorated his bathroom or whatever. <laughs> he sent all that stuff back. Now if he became a monster and everything after that okay. God used him for his purpose. But in this moment, at this point, while we're studying at this time, he, so far, we can't call him so much a king of Israel in this sense, but in, in another sense, he is a king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was ruling over them. Israel not being the geographic location, but the people because Israel was a man the right. children of Israel are the people so he technically is a king over Israel mm-hmm. and their last king well well at this yeah, point frankly of them how does that end up
0: They ended up in captivity. You mean the the last king?
1: no, this this being the last king.
0: Oh oh oh. Okay.
1: Meaning Cyrus. Cyrus.
0: Oh, okay. We're gonna be
1: technical. Yeah.
0: I understand what you're saying about that. They ended up free. I got a chance to start again.
1: This, only God could do that. Yeah. The one you wanted. We want Saul. He looks like a king. He talks like. Look, even his mannerisms are kingly. Look at it. He, and he got. And he listening to Samuel. Until he didn't. Everybody
2: does until they don't.
1: Yeah. Right. He's a great king until he wasn't. He started getting into that spooky stuff. And he got swollen up in pride and fearful of his paranoid about the the next king to come.
0: Yeah. It just hmm. always goes that way. You know, when they're following God, they can be assured of a lot of things. But when once they stop, once they go off on their own. Then everything gets shaky and, and you know, like this lessons over and over and we do the same thing. You know, we, we, we can we study all the way through um from Samuel to Second Chronicles, we see it over and over. Even the ones that start out good, when they take their eyes off God, yep. they they go awry. Yeah. They go they even if they didn't just attend uh even if they just didn't mean to. They didn't intend to. Just like Solomon. You know, wise, giving all this stuff. But when he got to the place where we didn't see him consulting God anymore. Mm-hmm. Found out he's going his own way in his own wisdom than God gave him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he thought that was it. God gave me that wisdom. Then I, I, I got it now.
1: But what we mentioned before, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. And once you lose that, what is it that you have? Is it wisdom or is it a bunch of ideas? Mm -hmm. He had a bunch of ideas that to men would seem wise, but to God is foolish. Mm -hmm. His wisdom was that open channel that (coughs) he had to hear directly from God. That was the wisdom of Solomon. But all those other things that he did, God saw it as foolish. It's credited to him as wisdom because you look and see how, well, he's marrying these women and everything and these treaties and everything. It makes sense until it doesn't. Yeah. You can see what he may have been trying to do, but if we get further down the line and see what he actually did, that was a foolish decision, son.
0: Especially when God told you not
1: to do it. Right. Your greatest wisdom is when you were subject to God. And the fact that you asked him for it is where he was at his most humble place. And if we can get to that point where we can be humble before God, like Cyrus was humble before God, And Solomon at first was humble before God to receive from him in order to know what to do. Mm -hmm. Then we can move like he wants us to move. We can behave the way he wants us to behave. And we will show wisdom in the fear of God. Mm -hmm. And not take the wisdom and then start to get ideas and think that it's the wisdom of God because it came in our head, and that's after all what we ask for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ask for a car, but you drive it too fast and you get a ticket, you blame God for giving you the car? No, that's your inability to abide by the law that was put in place.
2: I think for, for, um,